Welcome to the Friday Night Clive podcast with me, Clive Payne. In this podcast, we look back at the amazing charities, organisations and people we have chatted to over the past few months, all of whom have interesting and important stories to tell. Now, we've featured veterans charities on the programme in the past, uh, and I think it's been about three or four years uh, since we talked to Help for Heroes. And if you've not heard of them, um, well, what is Help for Heroes? How do they help former service personnel and their families? And importantly, what are they doing to support veterans during the current cost of living crisis? It hits all of us, of course. Uh, this morning, I talked to Claire Barnes, who is uh, head of grants at Help for Heroes. And I asked her, first of all, to explain what the charity does and its key objectives. Help for Heroes is a charity that looks after those who have served, those who are serving, who are wounded, injured and sick. Um, that is the, well, it's anybody who has served, but we have a trustee overlay, a focus to those who are wounded, injured and sick. Um, it started 15 years ago um, because our founders, Bryn and Emma Parry, had been visiting some individuals, servicemen who were recovering at Headley Court Centre. Mm -hmm. And whilst visiting them, they realised that the guys were and girls were um, finding it difficult and challenging to get into the local pool for their exercise to try and make their limbs work again and they felt you know that they were being victimized was was how they felt um at um and ridiculed for their injuries in the local pool so they wanted to um fundraise for these individuals to have a, a dedicated pool at Headley Court and that fundraising just galloped away with them. It was done on a big battlefield bike ride fundraiser and the funds, the um, press coverage was phenomenal um, thanks to the great British public. Huge sums of money were raised and in order to try to harness the, the value that that could bring and the impact it could have, the charity Help for Heroes was born. And um, it has just grown and grown. And we're very privileged and lucky to be still here and supporting those who are wounded, injured and sick during service or as a result of their service since then. And of course, you provide a whole cornucopia of, of support, don't you really? Yes. Yeah. Talk me through There's some of those examples. Well, there's a breadth of services in the um, recovery services unit, and then we are supported by the commercial team who f support all the fundraising that goes into financing that, and of course, all our support services, the IT, etc. But the um, services, recovery services, those that deliver directly to the uh, those who have served, are um, case management. So case management is like a caseworker, social services worker, a welfare worker, and they will work one to one with individuals and their families to try to unpick, unravel and find really um, impactful ways forward so that individuals' lives become fulfilling, meaningful, sustained um, in, in a really good place where they want to be to move forward. Um, supporting this, of course, we've got a growing veteran clinical team which includes OTs and nurses who go out into the community and work to navigate the NHS system and overcome difficulties with their injuries and illnesses. We also have our Hidden Wounds Service, a very strong mental health team across the country um, providing support online into people's homes um, and that goes up to complex trauma um, that they are experiencing. Um, then we have 
the sports activity and fellowship, which is a, a unique thing, a wonderful thing for um, Help for Heroes uh, members. And in online activities for those who are, can't or are unable to get out of their homes or choose to um, take part in those activities, such as the book club which is a nationwide thing, started in Wales, but we've got huge numbers of people, um, sort of huge interest, I should say, in that book club, and that's inviting people in, authors in, to, to discuss the book. So there's a wide variety of those um, activities which really help people and their mental well-being. Beyond that, then, we have a recovery college, the first recovery college for veterans, and the Veterans Recovery College is all about education for them. Education not in the traditional sense, but in order to um, for their, help them manage their conditions well and better. So it's examples of both self-help courses that they can guide themselves through or face-to-face -face courses which um, are over a period of six weeks or so and um, six different sessions where they can get in together in small groups to work through um, how to better manage their conditions. Um, those might be sleep, um, anger management, financial help, a, a variety of courses and they're all available. The self-help guides are available for anybody on our website. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a breadth of courses and it's that holistic offer that we feel is really impactful for those uh, veterans and their families who are looking to recover. I also looking think one of the many nice things about Help for Heroes is that um, you extend that help and support to families and loved ones. It isn't just yeah. the veterans themselves. That's, that's pretty key, isn't it? Because the support can, can continue then at home. Oh, and it's it's pivotal actually. The support of family members is pivotal to um, anybody's recovery. It's the support network that the family provide, and I'm not talking just immediate family here. I'm talking about parents, siblings, best friends. It's that support network that can really hold somebody together, on course, motivated, inspired, to really move forward into the best place that they possibly can get to um it's it's that inspiration and unless we support the family members um unless we value them as the veterans then you know we're missing a trick it's it's because we recognize that how pivotal they are that we are there for them now it's re been reported in the press that veterans are turning to charities for more support um, because of the cost of living crisis. And I also mm. am aware that service personnel seem not to be given a lot of support when they leave services. Um, and you hear these horror stories. I mentioned this on my programme yesterday where you hear of um, veterans living rough on the street because they either can't get a job or can't get uh, a permanent address in order to claim benefits. So I think there's something deeply flawed in our system. Um, but you, you know, how, how does Help for Heroes support people like that? So we have had um, grant program, an external grant partner program in the past where we've worked with Elaborate, the homeless charity. We've worked with other charities like the Community Self-Build Foundation. And we have had those programs in order to help those who are struggling to get off the street to to rid themselves of those addictions that they have used um, to self-manage, um, self-medicate, um, and, and get them the support that they need. We have decided now to move forward to focus on the individuals who come to us, but we work very hard to network to try and attract people toward us. 
um, to to seek that help. And we work, therefore, now with the social services, with housing associations, and we can support through grants for getting them into properties, um, moving them from one less appropriate property to a much more appropriate, be it ad- adaptive or just in a better community for them. Um, and we can help with rent and white and brown goods, uh, particularly where they um, are needed to uh, help them manage their condition. For example, somebody who's using a mobility device, walking stick, might need secure flooring for their injury or illness. They might need beds and riser recliner chairs, um, that sort of thing. So it's helping people really find their feet, but it's part of that, again, that holistic offer. Somebody comes to us, we uh, look at all of the different areas of their life through case management and work out how we might best work with other agencies, state, social services, um, you know, government agencies, local authorities, to really help them um, find the best way forward. In the early 1970s, one of my cousins um, served in Northern Ireland for a long time, mm. um, and he came out of uh, the um, army, I think he was, and he was in, you know, it was a good decade or more, um, and he was suffering um, with, uh, you know, mental health issues, mm. um, and unfortunately, in 1985, he took his own life. Now, oh, that was a sorry. result of what we now know today as PTSD, PTSD, right. post-traumatic stress disorder. Yes. How do you help veterans with their mental health, particularly with things like that? Because, you know, they see some horrible sights yes, and they do. don't necessarily talk about it to their loved ones, so it gets bottled up. But there has to be mm. a, a point where that gets released. Um, and if it's not, then that can have a negative impact on their mental health, as I've just illustrated. Oh, absolutely. And we recognize that it can take more than easily, more than 10 years for a veteran to recognize that that what they're experiencing in their life, their anger issues, their self-medication issues, their marriage difficulties, their relationship difficulties are usually, well, not usually, they can very well be due to um, the trauma that they are bottling up that they haven't had addressed through some mental health support. So we have a hidden wound service. It was founded six, seven years ago with the benefit of a LIBOR grant fund and it's grown um, enormously. We now have over 20 practitioners who are working um, online to provide support into people's homes and they support at what is known as step one right up through to step three which is where complex mental health treatment and the op courage um, mental health nhs service kicks in so we support people with everything from um, depression um, general anxiety disorder right through to ptsd complex ptsd um, and get them ready for that op courage um, nhs support um, which is beyond step three Um, we can provide talking therapies um, the cognitive behavioral therapies it depends what their needs are the depth of those but if we're not the right people we also know where and how to refer them on to the right service and support them in the meantime and many of course of the recovery college courses are there as um, really good support packages while somebody is waiting for that mental health support and the support activity and fellowship team are there to support people um, with activities and peer 
support, um, veteran contact um, of all sorts, whether it's you know good supporting level of uh, sporting level activity or model building, archery, the contemplative things, the thinking things, the book clubs, you know drop-in coffee sessions. So I think to assure people that we are here for them, that we can support them with mental health difficulties, we can support them into the right mental health support if we're not the right people for that. And all the while, there'll be veteran peer groups for them to, and communities for them to join, or like-minded people who understand them. And I think it's, it's that network, that support net that really helps them um, move forward which is what we want for them absolutely you must have some tremendous feedback from people that you do help and support I mean they clearly would value uh, immensely your work we do and we're always grateful and delighted to get a thank you um, but actually we don't do it for that sort of thing no I'm sure not <laughs> what we do is to, to is to provide support for somebody to see an improvement in them and often people not coming back to us after a period of support is is often a good sign they've found their feet they've found their community they've got their relationships um, that they can rely on and they've found their way forward into meaningful activity be it work or a sporting activity um, that keeps them mindful and 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 settled um, so that's the important thing what we always want to do is, is offer that support is there for life, you know, and, and we, of course, need to rely on uh, our fundraisers to help us, you know, make that offer possible. You know, it's not possible without fundraising. That's right. I mean, that brings me on to my next question. I mean, you obviously have to raise your own funds for this. How do you go about we doing do. that? Um, more than 90% of what we um, get in terms of support is from... Uh, individual fundraisers doing bake sales and runs and climbing mountains and paddling across lakes and what, everything that they can think of from the very young who give up their pocket money, who draw cards and, and fundraise with, you know, printed T-shirts and socks and all sorts, right through to epic challenges um, which raise awareness um, for people who have mental health difficulties saying, I can do this, I'm going to fundraise while I'm doing this and I want to raise awareness for people like me, for people like you. So it is those individuals who are really the power behind us, but we are also blessed with gifts and legacies from people in their will and we have a fantastic um, philanthropic network of um, individuals who who have had a good life and have made their money their own way and are happy to give some of that back to us so we're very grateful for that also corporates who make us charity of the year wonderful wonderful thing to do and we can then involve them in so much of what we do and they come with us on the big battlefield bike ride every june mm. um meet the veterans uh, and really get a real feel for, for what we do and what it's like in action so yes we're, we're very lucky with the breadth of support that we get but appreciate that people must put their welfare first and in lockdown we really did um, feel the impact of people not being able to get out not having the money to to give away and we know that that's something that's coming up this year again because of, of the financial pressures on every single person in this country Tell me about some of the other forthcoming projects you have uh, for the organisation, if you can. Yes, we've just launched um, uh, 
family-focused project for mental health support for young the, the children and young people in those families who are impacted by their parents injury or illness and we there's a lot of research out there through young minds through um, many ch children's welfare charities that confirms to us that those who are living with somebody with a mental health or physical injury are one to two-thirds more likely than any other young person to be living with a mental health difficulty of their own. So we've launched um, a two-fold project. We are getting into the pilot stage. We are providing mental health counselling for those in chronic immediate need, but we'll be working with an organisation called POOF, who are a fantastic online provider of mental health support for young people anonymously, and we will look to build a platform with them and get the, so we can refer onto a Help for Heroes COOF platform where veterans' children can um, access support wherever they are. Um, so in the regions that aren't covered by local authorities, then Help for Heroes will be funding that for young people. So that's one of the projects we've got going. We have a very active, over the last year, suicide, Zero Suicide Allow Alliance Partnership, a collaboration for education around um, suicide and prevention methods. So it's we've got a fantastic toolkit. We're encouraging as many people as possible over the next year. We're hoping for 5,000 or more to have completed the suicide awareness training. So that is going to be um, launched um, uh, for Suicide Awareness Day um, in September. We have, goodness, what else? We're growing our veteran clinical nurses team and our hidden wounds team, so we have greater support there. Um, I will try and think of some more things before we finish today, but those are the things that are immediately coming to mind. Lovely. Um, Claire, where can we find more information about Help for Heroes? We have a, a website that's just been revamped and has launched last week. So the Help for Heroes website, um, you should be able to find it very easily with a Google search. And there are Get Help, Give Support pages on there. It's been written for individuals, no longer about the services, but about the, the individual's journey. So it's easily navigable. It's very accessible. So please do, anybody, visit the um, Help for Heroes website. Um, it'll explain all about the recovery college courses. You'll be able to access those self-help guides. It'll explain about how you can get support or how you can give support. It'll explain what we've done in the past and what we hope to do in the future. Um, we have a Live Well 2032 strategy which is launched and we're looking at what we can do over the next 10 years to really improve um, the lives of uh, service men, women, families um, into the future beyond, you know, from that point of transition because of injurious injury or illness through to civilian life, really meaningful way forward. Um, the Veteran and Family Survey link is also on there. That The Veteran and Family Survey is an annual survey we do to find out what veterans are experiencing and what their needs for the future are. So if veterans, the link is on there, if veterans would or family members would like to take part and give their opinions and views, that link is on the website as well. So that's the way to get, get and give information. That would be brilliant. Claire Barnes, Head of Grants from Help for Heroes, thank you very much for talking to Friday Night Clive. That is your lot for this episode.
You can catch the programme live every Friday night on Black Country Radio from 8pm. If you like our podcast, please subscribe by heading to blackcountryradio.co.uk forward slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. See you very soon. This is a Black Country Radio podcast presented by Clive Payne and produced by Andy Caddick.